could also you know make the argument here of eight mile again but, um, <laughs> eight miles not unusual. I'm telling you right now. No, no. Oh, no, no. Eight miles. You can't call eight miles a musical. Eight miles. Eight miles a film about a, about a rapper. You, if you believe you can, I think you can. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't I make think, any sense. Oh, I just think you're being stubborn. You can't. You can't like, if you believe it, that it's a thing. Like that's just. I mean, you called Baby Driver a musical the other hey, day. Hey, I didn't say it was a musical. <laughs> I didn't say it was a musical. I said it's it's definitely got like a musical. It's 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 closer to a musical than um, Eight Mile, hundred <laughs> percent. Because there's songs that he moves around to the rhythm to, and it's like it's weird. It's an it's like a it's an action movie time. To yeah, music. but Eminem's laying down thick beats. Mate, his beats are fat, but it's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> to Shared Bunk um, we've got a lot of uh, nice feedback from the last one as well when we were talking about uh, cinematographer this time uh, with Blink Vivid doing like their month based on audio in celebration we're going to be talking about musicals yeah, which is going to be a nice little change of pace I yeah. think uh, yeah well, we've gone a bit more specific this time because cinematography was like we were like I don't know we're like cats trying to grab like that toy that they can't go from we were just like reaching out for anything so but it's funny at the same time though because I'm not really that big of a fan of musicals and this is the first time <laughs> we're going to zone in I'm like alright no let's get into the nitty gritty and it's like yeah let's get Joe to talk about the one thing that he's not hey that's about. not true you like a musical <laughs> there is one I actually do quite like we're going on and yeah Boys we'll, there too. we'll talk about that yeah. Um, and yeah you should mention that you are a theatre darling. I'm a theatre boy. I'm a boy <laughs> from the theatre. A thespian, if you will. <laughs> you are a bohemian boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, uh, like, I've done, yeah, I've, I've, I've done a couple of bits on stage and everything. Like, not any, not like much, much, but, you know. But do you think that means that you're, you're like, you know, does that make you like musicals more, I, I guess? Cause you've I don't know. It sometimes depends, because it's like, I think that with a... Uh, with like musicals, a lot of the time when they get translated to film, mm. I just don't think that they quite have that same edge that they do on a stage. And I've not seen that many like sort of like, you know, uh, <clears throat> like big budget productions get like put on or anything like that. But it's like a lot of the time, it's there's something about being there and hearing it properly that makes it sound a lot better. Whereas like you know when you watch a musical, like yeah. I'm sure that like well. Let's let's talk Rock of Ages because that's like a prime example yeah. of because you've seen the film I've not seen the film yeah but I saw about ten minutes of it and I was like I don't like I I'm almost I, certain that it's dubbed I, yeah but it sounds even more dubbed it's, it's just so <laughs> I think sure. but, yeah I think like what you're saying as well like is what is probably kind of what my problem is even though I don't really like even though I'm not into theatre and I by no means really like musicals anyway that that much but I think when you go and watch them live it's a bit like watching a bit of acting then it turns into kind of like a gig and there's like an element of that yeah. which when you're watching it on a screen doesn't I don't get that same buzz from like here comes the fun but you know like when people are like, like I hate it and I always use it as an example but where like people are talking like this and then you hear like a, like a do 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 and then they look to the camera and they're kind of I don't know they'll just be like oh yeah I don't know what to do I don't know what to do about Julie man he's like do what's up with you and Julie and the second I hear that kind of music kick in I'm just like oh 
God, like, put me out of my misery. Like, just... This sounds like it's be the worst podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> we've just been... We've started for, like, five minutes, and all oh. we're going to do is just go, oh, but how fucking shit a musical. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think that necessarily, but... Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, those are the sort of ones where I do struggle with, which is, like, you know, the sort of... Like, not the Disney musicals as in, like, the animation ones yeah. and stuff like that, but, like, you know, like, your high school musical... yeah. Camp rock. Well, that, that's the thing. Is it, so my problem, my problem with them, another one, is that I think they're trying to sell a soundtrack a lot of the time, and or there's at least that feeling to it, and it's not yeah. like, like, there's just not like as much of a natural progression of like the actual story in in the actual like kind of music itself, mm. and like it's like you know that when a song starts, you're gonna get three minutes of the song, and it's like it just it means it's predictable. You want every like kind of moment to feel a bit new. Rather than like, yeah. oh, here we go, this song's going to be the next three minutes. It's going to be a section of... It's going to be like a music video for a bit, which I think I think can be fun, but I just don't... I can watch them for like a purely like... And I know I'm taking them a bit seriously, but like I, I just often find that they're not... They don't kind of give me what I like about a lot of films, but that, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being a bit picky. Because I do like some. I just... Um, I don't know. I don't have the same kind of love for them as I think a lot of people do. I'd love to see more actually get made that um have their own like sort of little identity yeah them kind of thing well, I, don't think, I, I think that like a musical is only as good as like or at least in like film terms like if it knows how to handle a little uh little i don't know if i'm going to pronounce it right or wrong but reprise 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 probably uh, or a uh, reprise or reprise <laughs> <laughs> I can't be that. I feel glad for anyone well, who's not about... watching it on Spotify and having to see me do those gestures. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um, let's talk about Rock of Ages then. So Rock of... Let's go. In fact, let's go through the ones that we've not seen, so we can clarify that we're yeah. that this is the level of where we're at while we talk about this. Because we're going to talk about musicals, but we're also going to talk about films that are very much about music or use music in a similar kind of fashion mm. to musicals and why we like that. So it's not actually going to be, you know, strictly musicals, but it's certainly going to have um, yeah. some, some arguments from both sides of where and when that doesn't work sort of thing. So ones that we've got written down as, I mean, like, I know that I have definitely seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's just not freshly in my head. I know that it's really good. Yeah. I just can't remember it very well at the minute. But like, um, I, I don't think I've seen Sound of Music. I've not seen Cats, but we have seen that so, trailer. Rocky Horror Picture Show, if I'm right, is that really long? Oh, no, it's not. I think it's, it's not it's long. It's only like an hour and 40 minutes. I, 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 I remember going to watch it a while ago and just being like, this is too long for me. And it's just an hour and 40, <laughs> which, is, which I must have just not wanted to watch yeah. it, because that, that's obviously not long at all. Um, what was the other one you said? Sound of Music. I remember watching that. That's, really, that is, that's the long one, isn't it? That's, uh, that, I'm almost certain, is a long one. Yeah, Sound of Music. Have a look. I'm sure that's like five hours for <laughs> two hours and fifty-two minutes. That doesn't sound as bad as what I thought it would be. But then again, yeah. like I think that's like for an older film, that is. It's an afternoon, though, isn't it? Like when you're younger, that was like an afternoon. Like you'd sit down and yeah. I, I think I watched it once. If I it, like when I was very young, it took your whole day. Yeah. You know, it's actually it came out a lot like this. You know, <laughs> came out. I had stubble. It's <laughs> not saying much. I've, got, I've shaved it. Out um, face. One of the other ones I've not seen the film of, which I've heard good things about. I don't know if you've seen it, but I 
it's been on my list for a while as one that I do know that I need to watch. Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about that. I've heard. <laughs> we've we've not seen any of the good. We've not seen any of them. Well, we've not seen. We've seen Greece. Let's go through ones. Of, yeah, we've seen Greece. That's all it becomes. Let's talk about what else have we not seen? Because I think it's good to clarify this. Because otherwise, people listening. Well, these are all the ones that I've listed. Is that is that it? That was all the ones that I've listed. We think we've seen every other musical besides those. Is the aim. So let's let's see how we get on. So Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages is, if I'm correct, what is called a jukebox musical, which is where they borrow odd songs to just shoehorn in that make no sense at all. Like it's like a lot. I think a lot of the time with jukebox musicals, it's kind of like they have an idea, and then they just kind of like use the yeah. They they just kind of like put in like songs like they'll put in like because like what Rock of Ages it's like it it caters it caters to Kate's to Clive, don't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot of Kate's uh, to Dad. Yeah, it's um, it's very Dad rock. It's like you'll get like Meatloaf or yeah, Meatloaf, just, Meatloaf might be in it. It's that kind of music. Meatloaf it's like gone. Bon Jovi and like it's like a lot of like Journey. like rock and stuff. But it's it, the the cast is really good. This is the thing you've got like like Russell Brand, Alec Baldwin's in it, like Tom Cruise is in it. I'm sure Tom Cruise is in it. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I know which character he is. He plays like. Is his name Axel or something? Yeah, he's some. He's like the cool guy. Yeah, who like they're trying to be like, and it. But the film like gets rid of all the interesting people and just follows these, these two like they're just weapons. They're just like they're, they're just these two people that just, they're just not very good in it, and they're just they're, they're, they're like, mm. like you know it's, it's it is what it is. It's a fun, it's a fun film. But it's it kind like, of knows what it is. And it caters towards that demographic of what it is but obviously it's also quite a niche demographic because I think most people who like Journey don't like musicals I think that's one of those things yeah. I don't know whether I'm just generalising yeah. a little bit here. Like, yeah, I don't think it's like, like cheesy rock I guess but yeah it's you know it's I guess it's got it's got if you watch it for the right reasons it it's good really it just for me I just I just don't really like what would I, you say your like main like sort of gripes with it were like when you when you like, talk about like the songs being shoehorned into to make a like best it's like a best you know like you get those dad CD in the papers like a few years back where it's like Father's Day like top 10 hits for dad or like the sort of things they try and sell when they used to sell CDs more and it's this like, might be only an experience that me and you have because we have the same dad <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, yeah <laughs> I get it. everyone else can probably listen to this and go no like my dad listens to Stormzy <laughs> that's cool my dad's favourite film is Eight Mile. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we call Eight Mile a musical? I'm going to say we can. It's, I mean, it's not really, but like, go on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a film about music that's packed with music, isn't it? So it's good. And it's, yeah, no, it's not a musical. If we're calling Sing call Street a musical, I'm calling Eight Mile a musical. No, but we're not calling Sing Street a musical, are we? It's a film about music. With long with, <laughs> with with songs in it. We maybe we need to figure out what a musical is first. Right. <laughs> I thought right, scratch this. We'll start from again. <laughs> Welcome to uh, <laughs> episode two. Thanks for having us. We're two brothers. We shared episode two or three. The second was scrapped. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. My main gripes with it were that I thought that like it was just like not very well acted and it was obviously corny fun. So I get that. So I just wasn't really up for it as much. But at the same time, it was like. While it was cheesy fun, I just found it like a bit too naff. 
Like, mm. I, I think I like cheesy fun if it's good. Like, I think there's always this argument when people think that you're taking a film too seriously, and it's like, no, I, I, I did put it on, like, after watching the trailer, knowing what I was expecting. Like, it's going to be light, yeah. it's going to be fluffy, it's going to have these kind of, like, cheesy moments in it. But it just it just wasn't very good. Like, I just thought it was, like, like a like, awk, bit awkward and weird to watch. Like, what? why has this been made? <laughs> why is this, this is a stage show? You know what I mean? That's what I thought, basically. I thought it was Whose fingerprints show. have done this? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you've seen the stage show and you say it's good yeah I mean like oh, I've seen it like performed at like sort of the the uni of like stage so it's not like I've seen it on like you know like fucking like West End or anything mm. like that but it was like there is something about like even when like you know like Amdram performances of something there's something more real about it Amdram mean amateur amateur dramatics, dramatics. <laughs> I realise you get it you're a bohemian but no one else <laughs> oh it's Amdram <laughs> oh. doesn't make any sense to me that but yeah so amateur dramatics yeah I don't know it's just I think that like when you when it's performed in front of you there's something less cheesy about it and more powerful about it that's yeah. kind of like I can get what you were saying a second ago about it kind of like being almost a little bit more like a gig yeah but like like a song kicks in live and you're still like oh this is I'm in a room full of people watching a, a, a song Whereas, like, when you've got everything lit in, like, a very specific kind of way that, like, films are yeah. lit, and then you've also got, like, someone singing, and it's clear that they're not actually singing. Yeah, you just don't buy like, any of it. I remember watching, like, just the end bit of, like, Rock of Ages, and I remember there being a bit where, like, I think Tom Cruise sings, and it's just so clear that it's not, like, he is singing that in that bit. Yeah. Like whereas like, you, know, is, you get yeah. that with like you know when Taron Egerton does it in Rocket Man, it's like there's something that's that's why I think I prefer that yeah because it does feel a little bit like more even though it's probably not like done it's probably not done like I don't, like you could probably fact check this I assume that he probably didn't just sing and they just oh, they'll use they'll that for it. they would have edited yeah, it yeah I mean I don't doubt that that's, that but it feels good. less edited together it feels less sort of like structured because I think that they focused more on what makes it a good what could make it a good film rather than what makes it a, yeah, a catchy I think, musical yeah I, I think I think that's the thing you, like, the whole point of like watching a film is to, for you to forget to a degree that it's a film almost mm. like you, you want to be a little you want to be immersed in it and pulled into it a lot, a lot of the time anyway and I know these films are not trying to do that as much as a lot of films because it's entertainment it's not it's not as much trying to like pull you in but the, the, like it is like you can see the strings, like you say, so much that it just takes away from it quite a lot. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just a bit... It's it's cheesy fun. Yeah, it is, but just not for me. But then, like, so Hairspray. Hairspray is a film which is cheesy fun, but I, I think it's good. I think it's a good film. I don't... I don't. It's not for yeah. me, necessarily, but I know... You know, sometimes, like, I don't like a film that much, but I know it's a good film. I think it's good fun. I think the songs are actually quite good. Yeah. I, I, I think it's more well-made. Like... I just yeah. it's probably not something that you'd necessarily put on like on loop or anything like that. No, it's just a really it's well, just I've a solid film. One. I've seen it once, I think, and that, and that was it. Ah. Now Greece. I can just remember Tom Greece on the other hand. Now that's uh, that's a film you can put on loop. <laughs> Greece. Not Greece two though. Oh, that's another one. I've not seen Greece two. Yeah, that's I mean it's not really essential. I don't think it's essential anyway. Have you seen Greece two? No. Well, how, do you, <laughs> how do we know then? <laughs> I, I know that Grease 2 is not an essential watch. I, I know that now. Although, to be fair, yeah, maybe that is unfair. Maybe it's better than the first one. Could be. 
I mean, it's got. Like, I can't what remember we do, her face. What we're doing after this? <laughs> I think we're watching Greece. <laughs> watching all the Greases. Oh dear. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favourite musical, Jeff? Favourite musical. Or you fa- or if you even want to go down your. Let's go favourite like what we would say is an actual musical, or some good examples of musical. Okay. So, I think I think my favourite. I'm trying to think what films I've seen besides La La Land is like my go-to just because but I understand that that's like you know La La Land's just really good at sort of being a film La La Land's Land's like like a a non like it's weird it almost feels like a good answer if you're not into musicals even though it's like good if you're into them it's it's like it's a film about singing and dancing and and then a, a relationship and, yeah. and, and they use they use their tropes of theatre to make it good a bit like Birdman and stuff like that whereas I don't, I don't I don't think like I'm not saying it's not a musical it is but it's like it, it's, it's not as strictly a, like build up to song form yeah like, it's not got the same structure the songs music. actually get like sadder as the story gets more melancholic which I yeah. think is like good and it's like you wouldn't see that that's like the, the story goes down this path so mm. the music fits it it's not like oh we need to hit these songs so I think it's less that I think it's more the structure that it has because of it like because I think like obviously a lot of musicals they do still have that like you know there's a sad song for when it comes into it but it's kind of got that strict structure where it's like it knows that it's supposed to be like you know a lot of them because they're made for like yeah. stages will be like act one and then yeah. interlude act two and because they're all based off of it and they don't want to change any of the story beats mm. they're kind of still designed to be for like yeah. stage so it's like say for example nine times out of ten it starts off and then it all hits the fan about like halfway through and then like you know it ends with like a, a like a bit of a like sad yeah, moment beat, that you've yeah. got like I can't remember what's that one where what's that one in Greece where she's crying in a reflection or something yeah I know what you mean I do yeah, ask that, that, sort, that sort of one <laughs> and then like um, you know it will come back round again whereas like La La Land kind of knows that it's been written as a film mm. so it's not quite got that structure yeah it's not got this, because of that yeah I agree like, it's not got the beats that like a kind of by the numbers story has but at the same yeah. time I don't I think it is that I do think it's that at the same time as I think that the the songs, like for me anyway, last for the most part anyway, last for as long as they should. Yeah. So like, there's there's one song in La La Land which I think is weird enough. The one where I'm like, I, I don't I don't I love it actually. I think the song itself is good, but I just don't need it as much as everything else. And that's the there's a second song where all the girls are getting redder. Oh, someone in the crowd. Yeah, and I like that song. I've, yeah, it's it's a really good song and it's really well choreographed and everything like that. It, it really looks nice mm. and it's 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 really well done it's just the fact that because I'm not into musicals I love La La Land because it hit the ground running with the first intro shot yeah. and, and they're all dancing and it's all really big and brash and then it's like I liked I liked the fact that it went into the story and I was into that and then it was like when they then got ready and a song came on I was like this is like a typical musical and I, and, and I know that like from interviews with Damien Chazelle directed it he said that like that was the idea it was to settle you into what a musical is and then ease you out of it but I like that was like one song, maybe too many for that feeling. Whereas I think yeah. I like it when. Although at the same time, if they didn't have that in, you'd probably kind of be led into a little bit of a sense of, like you probably wouldn't have been led into like that sort of false sense of security that he probably wanted when he gives you that second number. Because like if if you'd only had like another day of sun, yeah, and then the next one is, 
lovely night or something like I that. I think it's a might first, not quite do it as much. I think it's a first watch problem. Mm. To be fair, I think now when I watch it, I know where it's going and it, it doesn't phase me as much. But when I first sat down to watch it, it was like big musical. I was like, this is amazing. And then it was like they're all getting ready, and it's that it is the only song in the in the film where it's that problem again, where you hear the do do do, and they're all getting ready, and you're like, oh god, it's gonna be a getting ready to go out yeah. tune and. And it's like all it is is like she, you know, she, she's going out to parties to try and it, it made sense to the story that, that that was kind of what happened. And I think the second half of the song where it slows down fits. And I, yeah, like I, I go back on it quite a lot now. I watch it back, but when it certainly when I first watched it, that was a, a, a moment of like, oh, like this is this is gonna like ruin what's good about it and not keep what I like. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and, and uh, but that film's amazing. I love this. You know, it's one one of my recent favorite films. I think, yeah. And, and, it, it, and I'm glad it had the Oscar for about 10 seconds. <laughs> Just that 10 seconds. Oh, what an interesting note that was. So my favourite is Rent. No, it's not Rent. It's definitely not Rent. I've never heard talk about Rent in my life. No, I think mine might also be La La Land. Oh, pick a different one. Mine might also be it. What about Greece? You can have Greece. I don't want Greece. There's a problem with Greece. What other good ones are there? Okay, Rocket Man is definitely okay, Rocket Man's good. Definitely one of them. Like That's Rocket Man is quite possibly like I think the year that it came out, and I can't remember which year it was, but I was banging on about it. But like I think that was like my favorite year, like my, my favorite film of that year when it did, and like I just think that it's like his performance is sick in it. It just felt like it. It felt like it. You could sort of see everything that went right with Bohemian Rhapsody come into it yeah. because it's obviously I have still not watched Bohemian Rhapsody because I just don't want to. Well, like, obviously, I like Queen, you know, but you know, it, just looks, it looks like a proper like like mustache and wig film, and I can't get my head around it. It's, it's another thing where it just looks like a it looks fake. It doesn't look real. That's the thing. It's way. like even though it's like more grounded, like even though like um like Rocket Man's a lot more like sort of eccentric in like how it is because it's trying to be like a full on musical. Yeah. It still feels more real than Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. I think, which is really weird when you know that they're trying to almost make like a little fucking dreamscape that like yeah. he's almost in the whole time. But like, it's it's a really 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 solid one though, like Rocket Man, like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like it's missing a bit of identity because it's a bit of a by the numbers biopic. Like, you know, like you, I've not seen, like, a lot of... Well, that was a problem but... that Sasha Baron Cohen, who played Ali G and Borat, had with it, and he stepped off, because he said it was basically turned, oh, yeah, to, yeah. turned into, like, a promotion for the film, uh, for the band. And he said that it was, like, there, there was, like, you know, but, like things that, like, Freddie Mercury did that were, like, not okay in the way he was, that were, like, completely getting left out of the film to promote the band and the, the brand of the band, and what they had, because they they've still been touring and stuff. So yeah. he was a bit like, look, if we're going to do this, properly let's do it but if it's just going to be the Freddie Mercury is nothing but a hero film then like, I don't know if I want to do it and he walked away from it I, th I think for that reason he said it in an interview that he, he, he mm. didn't agree with some stuff which is interesting like he doesn't feel anywhere near as layered mm. I don't feel like Freddie Mercury in that film feels anywhere near as complex a human being as like what Elton John does and whether that's because yeah. he was less yeah. I don't think that's necessarily I also case, think like, like Rami Malek I know he looks like a bit like him but I think anyone who, you, anyone who looks a bit like him who you dress up like him is going to look is, like, I don't think he looks as much like him as people think is my point I think he's like he's, I don't think he's got the same build I think he's a lot skinnier and smaller and like I, like, I, I think if I don't know I don't think he looks as much like him as people think he does 
I think he's just been dressed up. I don't know, I don't know how, much, how much people have... Because I don't think I've really heard much about like the argument of like, oh, he looks just like him. It's more that oh, I've, I've heard, heard that it's like... like loads of people say that. Like, I've heard people say that he like kind of does turn into him. And I think may, I think it's less because of how he looks and more because of how he like managed to pull to off fair, the, I've not seen the stage shacked it. Like, yeah. it's... it's his performing and like you know the way that like he handles the mic it's like he's just literally watched yeah. Freddie Mercury videos on loop for ages I do and admire just like taking it and ran with it sort of yeah. thing like he, he, he does pull it off really well I do admire it when they um, sort of bring they've got, you've got to bring a sense of yourself because otherwise it does become because that's my problem with how it looks because like I said I've not seen it but it just looks like a a, mm. a, a wig and moustache film like you slap that on them and called them queen and that's my problem but at the same time you do have to bring a sense of yourself to the role to make it work. So, like, with um, Taron Egerton in um, Rocketman, like, he was playing Elton John, but he's very much singing in his own voice. He's very much... He, he, he's not, like... It's not quite caricature. I, I think it enhances the soundtrack yeah. as well. Like, the soundtrack just genuinely sounds better because it doesn't sound like... Elton John's voice has been dubbed over the top of Taron Egerton's face. Yeah, because that's the thing that I think you get with a lot of, like, you know, jukebox ones. It's, like, everything's just supposed to sound like this perfect... Like, what's the ideal yeah. factory setting for making a voice sound good? And it's like, with Taron Egerton, I'm going to use the term raw. Like, it sounds more raw. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> but, carry on, carry on. It's just like, I don't know, you feel like you get a lot more of a sense of him, himself. Mm. Yeah. Keep you see yeah. it. Keep talking. It's like, mate, I was making a stew. I feel <laughs> very... Stewing up all the ingredients you were throwing at me. Very, uh, it's gonna be very awkward for anyone who's just <laughs> listening to it on Spotify, ain't it? Yeah, <laughs> just doesn't I was, see any. I was, I was acting out that he was giving me the ingredients for something special, <laughs> which still doesn't really make sense. Oh. <laughs> also, we need to try and find some way of tackling the whole fact that we have the exact same voice as well. We need to try and do some of that. Yeah, do you know one like Mr. Sunday start... movies where like every five minutes he goes, "Isn't that amazing?" <laughs> so we need to try and start doing that. I agree, Scott. <laughs> At the end of every now and again, Joe, you are correct. <laughs> Should we talk about cats? I don't think we're ready to talk about cats. <laughs> Why not? I don't think anyone. I, the thing with cats is, I don't know We've what not to seen say. Cats, though. I don't. I've, I know, I've not seen it, but I feel like what new is there to say about cats that's definitely not already been covered? I don't think it's. I, I don't just, think it's a matter of not. I don't think yeah. it's a matter of getting new information out. I think we need to talk about it because it's healthy because it's traumatic what that yeah. film looked like they want to repress have you, some things and so Andrew Lloyd Webber who made the musical he just said it was ridiculous do you know what the most amazing thing about Cats is is that like it was all everything was steering towards it working you had Tom Hooper as the director the cast is amazing what's Tom Hooper done again outside of he did Les Mis he did Danish Girl. He did. Um, I mean, just Lame Miz, that has the potential. Because Lame Miz is also. King's a, Speech, he did the King's Speech. Am I right in thinking Lame Miz, that's also an uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? Yeah, I think, well. I think it is. I believe so. <laughs> I hope so. I think he did. But you had, like, you know, in it, you had, like, Judy Dench, Idris Elba, you I know. I think I always just assume every Andrew Lloyd Webber. One is, I, I feel like I assume every um, musical ever written is an Andrew Lloyd Webber one because he's just the guy it, who's done them all. 
So it's mad because you've got all these like Oscar winning actors in there, or Oscar nominated actors at least, and an Oscar winning director. I think he's won an Oscar, Tom Hooper. Mm. Or he's at least been nominated a few times. Because all, all of his films are Oscar bait films, basically. Like, they're all completely like films that have been in the in the running for Academy Awards in the last like yeah few years. And you just had a film that just kind of as like it didn't look it to be fair, I the reason I didn't watch it is because I watched the trailer and it weirded me out. Like it I just thought it looked so odd. It felt like um you know what I think actually would have probably benefited from? Yeah. A bit of a bit of Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, can I just I feel Tim like he'd have made it weird, but like in a in a ah, oh, that's just that's just Tim being Tim kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting because you've got like it's so like one week after its release, it was revealed by the Daily Mail that Tom Hooper edited and recut the film after it was panned by many critics. So they've been wanting to re-edit things, like sort the fur out. There was, there's so many different like things that they wanted to do. It looks weird. Judy Dench is wearing a cat coat. She's a cat wearing a coat, and it's like is that made out of her own skin. Coat? What? Like as in cat skin coat? I... As in like she's she's a cat and she's wearing a coat that's made out of fur. So it's kind of like it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit like mm. messed up. That's a bit weird. It's like she's wearing like somebody else. It's like me wearing man leather. Don't ever say man leather ever again. I don't know what it meant. I don't know what it meant either, and I felt dirty. So. <laughs> uh, it was originally intended to be a traditionally animated film, so like I think like a cartoon animated film. So that's the thing. I think that would have worked. I I think that would have worked better. I think that they basically like they were torn between two and then chose the third weird option instead. Because I think that if they'd have gone, like, down the route of, like, you know, how it is on stage, where it's just, like, people dressed up as it, they probably could have made it look a lot better. Yeah. I just don't get why you wouldn't. They just did, like, prosthetics or something like that to make someone look... I'm I'm very surprised that him as a director and the way he approaches things in his, like, costume drama kind of, like, films, I'm so surprised he did it. CGI. I'm just yeah. like, it just doesn't make any sense to the kind of style that he has. Mm. So I'd love to know how much of a say he had in that. If he if he did, and if he did, fair enough. But I'm just really surprised because like when you look at Les Mis, you'd have thought that the guy who did Les Mis when he did Cats would would have people dressed up in like really good makeup and like you know like the, the things that they can do with makeup or just enhance with CGI. Like like you know like you look at like Lord of the Rings and things like that and like where you, like I mean I know the first the first ones are like actually just um, costumes for the orcs and things like that yeah but even if you look at like The Hobbit it's like you could still dress someone up and enhance it and it you know I don't like that as much but I still think you could do that but the, the way they've done it just it, they put faces it's, on CGI cats and it's yeah. like oh my lord it's kind of like I they're moving like around seen... like humans oh, Bob, but they're walking around like humans it's like I don't know have you ever seen those like videos where like because I think they're I walking saw around like, like humans Scott. <laughs> <laughs> they're like humans man but have you Sorry. seen like the weird like there's like a video that went out like recently I can't I, I think I just saw like people who are doing like face swaps and stuff on yeah. like snapchat filters and stuff like that but it's like someone's managed to like you know just get footage from like Iron Man and I can't remember why or like or like what, I don't know if there's a if there's a reason why they've chose to do this but they put Boris Johnson's face <laughs> on Iron Man 
and honestly, it looks about like just from good. Yeah, yeah. Like well, just I, because I follow like, like a lot of like stuff on Instagram, and they keep doing these like face changes for the office. You know, the American office, but they change yeah. it. I, and I keep seeing it, and I'm like, why is that better? Like, why is that better? It's it looks, like it's been, yeah. it's been scanned through a computer effectively to make that work, and it looks better. It's absolutely bonkers. So, I mean, this film's just worth it just for talking about the trivia. This is the thing. So, um, it's one of the worst review mu- reviewed films of the year. It's at twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm surprised that it's one of because I just yeah. thought it'd be the worst one. Well, there's always some like dodgy straight to DVD or straight, you know, like in and out. Yeah, that's film. that's true. Um, it's it's just it's just crazy. So it's like, it, to be fair, it's the first time it's been done for film. They've just kind of done like a. Uh, they've done like kind of they've captured the actual stage show in the past as opposed to actually like making it into film so I'm surprised it's taken so long apparently they all had to attend cat school cat school <laughs> according to Taylor Swift oh I don't what what is, what yeah. is that oh I don't know mate <laughs> it's just mental isn't it what, what are these things oh it's just the thing it, is though you know if this turned out well yeah you hearing, oh yeah, no, they had to go to like this uh, cat school to like do it. You'd be like, oh man, they really, really believed in this project. Yeah. But instead now it's just like hearing weird stuff. It's like, like you know, the equivalence of like, you know, like when we heard that like, you know, Heath Ledger's doing like some strange things because he's like been cooped up whilst he's playing the Joker. Yeah. And then like, you know, the performance turned out great. You look back on that and you go, oh, that's like... That's why he yeah, why why turned he out that. like so well, and then you know you look at Jared Leto sending, yeah. sending like a dead rat to Margot Robbie, yeah. and you kind of go. Did he send like used condoms as well? Yeah, I think he did something like that. Weird man, that's odd behaviour. It's more marketing strategy. Isn't it mad though? Like, like, like the thing is, the thing is, like, you think of like Heath Ledger doing weird stuff, and you think about how amazing that performance is, and then I, I, I don't know if Jared Leto was even good in Suicide Squad because it was butchered in the edit in my opinion as well as just a bit of a weird performance but at the same time it's like because the performance was like didn't come off as well that, that the stuff he did for it just seems like oh that's just you didn't need to do that because you didn't even manage it <laughs> like you didn't like you didn't if you really nail something it's like oh yeah it's great acting you know jared Leto's all right and uh, he's just poor man's jake gyllenhaal <laughs> what does that even mean just just think of any role that like Look, jared Leto has done and just replace him with Jake Gyllenhaal and you will prefer it. Thanks. That's, that's, that's pretty great, actually. I was thinking I of Requiem for a Dream, but with, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's big, like, yeah. buggly eyes. Big old bug eyes. He's got, he has got buggly eyes, isn't he? Very buggler. He's got really, like, if he was, like, off his head on heroin, that'd be, like, really, like, scary Ooh, to watch. that'd be good. Yeah, they should yeah. do that. We should do that. What, Harry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just crack on. Right, episode three sorted yeah. out. <laughs> Welcome back Drunk to the shed. Welcome back to the shed, bunk. <laughs> what is this one on? Crack. <laughs> That's just not crack. film related. Absolutely <laughs> off our legs. We've no. only done musicals and we're already scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. some, I'm looking at cat reviews here and there's some absolute corkers. One says... <laughs> One says, there's no use crying over spilt milk. <laughs> <laughs> so some, some people are like, they almost sound amazed by it. It's like, it's an oddity all of it, all to itself. A spectacular disaster in every sense of the term. I, someone put, I never used to do drugs, but I suppose the feeling is close to what I experienced watching cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, 
it's just people being like, oh no. Oh dear, yeah, it's just not got good feedback. Yeah, the thing is, it's I just... don't think I've ever heard of it. Like, I think everyone who I've who I know who's gone to see cats have all said that the reason they went to see cats see was because they wanted to see if it was as bad as what the what what they were told, and they all found out that it was worse. <laughs> like when you scan past like the images online, it looks like. It it looks shit. It just looks horrible. <laughs> it looks like a, like a PS two game. Like when you like you scan down, and you go, oh, was that it? Was that? Oh yeah, it was. Like, it just doesn't. It's just a bizarre old thing, isn't it? Yeah, I I, I don't I I'm re- I I will watch it at some point. I just don't, I certainly don't want to spend any money on it. I'd love to see a, a cat's recut that's kind of using the exact same technology that they used to make the dogs talk in Cats and Dogs. What do you mean? You know, like they just like you know, like that sort of like air buddies, like sort of way of doing oh, it, where yeah. they just make, where they just film a just real film cat. some cats. It would actually be better cat. than that if you just. <laughs> do you know they do that really badly and they do that like circle? They just put like a human's mouth going like wow <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> That's how it moves. I don't know why they do that, but no, I've seen the ones. Right, some more musicals. Um, Talk to me. Do we want to go good, bad? We've already covered it. We've been pretty horrible so far, I think. I feel we've been a bit of a mean. So, Singing in the Rain. Yeah, I like Singing in the Rain. Really like Singing in the Rain. There's a charm to it because it's old. So I watched that only recently with you, actually, didn't I? And mm. I thought, like... M- m- yeah, like, I-, I don't know why I do... I do give things a bit of a pass for, like, the old kind of charm it has with it. It's almost, like, not that great now, but I just kind of like watched it and was like oh like this is I sweet. think it's just one of those ones where like it's it's such a clever idea for when it was coming out as yeah. well like, I don't know how like far the gap was but obviously it's kind of like set during the time where they're making um it's kind of like set at the time where they're transferring from silent film onto like you know what, what do you call it now because I just call it like sound film is it just that what's that sorry like, um, you know how obviously it used to be like silent films yeah. and stuff like that. And oh, the talkies. Just... That's what they used to call it when they... Yeah, but it. I don't know what if we'd still call it talkies now because it's just you just assume of it as like yeah. normal films. Yeah. But it's like, um, there's something really good about like the timing of when they made that and like the fact that... It's, it's about the transition. Yeah. And, and yeah, it like still... Once again, it's like using... Even though it's old, it's, used, it's done a good job of using that format to, to tell about the transition between I bet like in films the like form the of a talkie as well <laughs> yeah and I think it's the films like The Artist did that really well mm. that was a really cool part of that film where it's like this film's about a guy who's a, a sign of the artist I know that it was like really so really well shot I just I can't remember it. much about the story so you got a film that's about a guy who's only can only work in silent oh. it's filmed like a silent film and he, he he's a silent film actor and he kind of is struggling to deal with the world uh, moving over to talking films. And then, you know, it's like, mm. as the film goes on, you find out, like, more about that world and, and why and stuff. And it's like, it, it, it only could work in that format sort of thing. And I think that's why it's quite good. I think it's always good when, like I say, like, when you're watching these ones that we're, we're slagging off a little bit, it's like, it's because they just feel like stage shows that have been filmed. And they just don't, but they feel like over-polished stage shows. That have been yeah. Whereas like when you watch something like Singing in the Rain, you're like, oh, it does make sense of its time and its story to be made in this format. That and I think that like, because I sometimes struggle a little bit, you know, when it comes to like 
older films because obviously I think the I think the style of acting has changed over time. Eh? Yeah, yeah, you have to. Get and I think that that's one of the reasons why Singing in the Rain works so well is the fact that like you know you've got that guy who's like he's pulling like ridiculous faces while he's doing that. Make him laugh. Yeah, <laughs> like well, that's that too much. In it, yeah. Like you could, yeah, I mean, like you you say that, but like I think that it kind of works because yeah. of the fact that it's like an old film and it's like kind of almost borrowing from like you know you kind of feel like you're both watching a musical at the same time that you almost feel like you're watching. Like Charlie Chaplin or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's yeah. like it kind of all blends together and it's like because it's an old one with that sort of thing, it feels like it fits. That's the Whereas, thing. you know, you, if, if they did a remake of Singing in the Rain now and they put that song in it, that'd do my absolute nutting. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it That's just wouldn't I always find that with like nostalgia, like films that carry a lot of nostalgia. Like you watch them and you go, oh, it's mm. not like good. Because obviously you'd watch it with a sense of like, these are the sort of films I watch now. So for example, I'm, I'm giving La La Land uh, the big one, but I'm sure a lot of people would be like, oh, like, roll their eyes at that because these films. They don't make them like they used yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's not because almost like I need films to be like modern films. So I don't know another film like La La Land. Mm. So I'm assuming it's borrowed so much from the ones in the past, and I know it has, but like, I, uh, yeah, I think my point is just that, like, I, I'll have a sense of nostalgia for that film when I'm older that I don't have for things like singing in the rain and stuff like that but I do watch them and go almost like I don't understand this properly so I can watch it with a bit of like oh I bet this was amazing back in the day like there's a charm to that to watching a film like that isn't there Um, and then the more you watch it I think the more you understand it like with old school films you watch it again and again and you go oh I get it now like it's a bit weird actually but you start to think oh yeah yeah, I guess if you were living around that time you would think like this and you start to like it for for, for when it was it's because the more you let things like sit with you when it's something that's like an older thing the more you become nostalgic of it even if it's something that you've only seen kind of recently yeah it's kind of like even like like how much of a massive fan me and you both are of like um of uh of It's a Wonderful Life it's just that's like a prime example of it really ain't it where it's like for whatever reason even though that film has like aged, it doesn't look like, like it, it's not like aged in terms of like it's like themes or anything like that. But it's like you know that the acting style in it is just not modern at all yeah. because but when you yeah, first watch it, it's a bit now the way that it's thinged. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is a bit awkward. When you watch it again and again and again as years go on and on and on, and you're like, yeah, like I put it on now and I'm like, I love it. Like I love the fact that it starts off and there's these like really awkward little like like special mm. special effects that are not really special effects. It's like someone's literally blinking a little dot on a cardboard thing to a dot and that's god yeah that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's like a star in the sky or whatever and you're kind of like How I love that now like, the amount of time that someone would have to go through like you know the correct like yeah. the correct like um, like they'd have to read up on it they'd have to like probably like look into just like so many different things to design god yeah whereas they were just like He's just, a dot. He's just a shiny little yeah, bugger, isn't yeah. it? What we all the money for in this budget? Cardboard and cardboard and the light. Make it work. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's it's. I, I like absolute pioneers. Going back to it, I do like. I do Still like better CGI than cats. Yeah, I do like. Um, I I do like Sea of the Rain. I thought of it was good. I think if I watched it more often, I'd like it more. I'd like to watch more older musicals actually, because I think there's a yeah. there's a charm to them that I quite like. I bet there's so many that we haven't covered because I mean, like honestly, that is probably one of the only ones that I can oh, think of that would fall under a classic that, like that I've seen. So that's probably another thing to like mention for the unseen of earlier is 
most yeah. of the <laughs> classics, I guess. I mean, I've I... just seen like Singing in the Rain, like out of like a lot of those sort of. What era is it again? The... I mean, uh, is it in the forties? I want to say that fifties, fifty two, fifties, fifty two. Yeah, I mean, like you've got a lot of these. I don't really. There's there's quite a few actually. There's loads like I've never seen till the clouds roll by. Meet me in St Louis. You were never mm. lovelier. An American in Paris. Stormy weather. Um, I feel like those are all ones where I've heard so much about, but I've just not got guys and to dolls. Them. I've not seen guys and dolls. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do after this is watch some classic musicals and we can do an episode on classic musicals. Then we can revisit it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good to talk about something specific and where we are on it because mm. it's like, like I, 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 I think musicals can be great is I think why I, I'm a bit um, like touchy with them almost is because I feel that they can be really good when they work well. But I just, I do just find them like, it's a bit I think, like, you know I think they've got, got a lot like, of potential, but then it's just like, I think a lot of the time it's like there's more tacky ones than there is the ones where you can like? like be really solid. Do you know what I want? I want the resurgence for musicals like horror has had recently. I feel like yeah. I feel like horror films have really oh, that breath of fresh air. There's been like films like there. Us and uh, Get Out and like I thought the new It films were pretty good. There's been some like there's that um, Invisible Man that's supposed to be. Really, there's been a lot of like horrors with like good like Babadook with like good things to say, and 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 they've used the format perfectly. Yeah. And, and I think like it's just not been that for musicals. They still work on a surface level to churn out what they need to do. Like they sell soundtracks, they sell, yeah. you know, they boost the stage shows. It feels like there's a whole market there that sadly doesn't lend itself just to the film. And, yeah. And, that. and that's what I want. I want that. Like unique perspectives coming in and changing the game yeah. for it. I just think it needs like more like voices bringing into it. One of the ones who I think I'd love to see, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've like watched much of Bo Burnham, mm. but Bo Burnham, I'd, I'd love to see him make like a full, like a full feature length yeah. musical. Because he's obviously like you watch his stand up. He does a lot of music, and I think the music is very, yeah, very that would be really cool actually. And then I don't know if you've seen Eighth Grade as well. I've not seen it yet. Eighth Grade is actually really good. Mm. But it's like imagine like you know when you're like he's got all the ingredients to make one. I hope that that happens soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like he'd be really good for it. It's. I think that's it, isn't it? It's like getting together like. Maybe I need to watch more like independent musicals. I don't feel like they like through when I'm looking at like smaller scale films. I just never seem to stumble upon like I don't know why, but I just never seem to find many musicals. So that's a good thing for people to suggest to us actually, like good musicals yeah. that are maybe made on like a smaller budget that we might not have heard of. So like, so if you got any for the list, yeah, because that <laughs> that is something I would love to know more of. So I watched a film called uh, God Help the Girl, which is. Um, a, Written by, I think, one of the people from Bell and Sebastian, or like a Scottish band. And it's got, I uh, can't remember his name, but the guy from Years and Years, the the, the kind of like pop group. And it's got... Lead singer from it. Yeah. I don't know um, his name, but like, yeah. And uh, someone from Skins and stuff like that. And like, I, I didn't really actually enjoy it that much. I thought it was actually quite good, but it was nice to see... A, um, like a musical that was like a bit more like, it just had this kind of like... Um, but like you know, like a kind of small scale British indie feel to it, a bit like Submarine or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and like with 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 music, and I was Gives like, oh, this is interesting. Charm and personality, ain't it? That's yeah. one of the things that I think's missing from most like of these sort of like cookie cutter, like mm. uh, sort of musicals is like 
they've not got much of a personality other than the personality is the fact that it's a musical. Mm. Yeah. So, but that's why I think, like, say, for example, like, you know, having something like that where it kind of, like, strips it back, makes it a little bit more homely. And then, like, say, for example, if Bo Burnham was to make one, you know that, like, if, like, just comedians as a whole, if there's one thing that they've got, it's personality. Yeah. And you know that it will probably put, like, a whole lot of personality yeah. into... And he has really zany ideas with how he does his, like, kind of, like, yeah. comedy and stuff. So in, he mixes music and comedy in a really interesting way. And I think it would almost suit that kind of format. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I think that'd be a really like that's a, that. Is, you're right there. That'd be a good uh, a good match. Because I think it does. I think we do just need more like people who are really passionate about it, but we really want to do something really different with it. Mm. And I don't, I don't doubt there is that that around. I just maybe like don't know. Maybe pitching a musical is just hard work. Maybe it's just something where it needs to generate money because of whatever reason. I don't know because they are like. Crowd Maybe pleasers like, is the is the aim for a musical. They never yeah. art. They don't not as much art films. Maybe it's because like, you know, with like a lot of sort of independent films, it's like you imagine like they need to get like only so many locations maybe, and then a lot of the money can just go on the one like main person. Whereas like I imagine with musicals, you've got to pay to have like your choreography yeah. and like all your like dance sequences, and it's like you know for that you also kind of need to have That's, a stunt team. Yeah, and it's like there's so much bigger things that you have for it to the point where I imagine that it's kind of got to make sure that it sells itself on like. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. With, I do agree with you, but at the same time, I think like small scale just means less things, and that you could still do those things on a budget. I still think like yeah. I still think that like you could do. I know what you mean when you think of like the big, over the top musical. I mean, in terms still, of like pitching it, is all. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I, I still think like a, like a, a a director could be like on a small budget could still have a rough idea of what he wants and you get perform you're working with performers who effectively have their own kind of like things they can bring to the table so in some ways you could probably make something really interesting on a little to you know on a a very small budget with with the right people because you're not letting it get overly processed you're not Mm. having tons of choreographers and tons of like big wacky sets and like you know confetti flying everywhere and like you know it's it's not this huge big thing so if you're working on a smaller scale with like yourself and some performers who are going to act you know I've seen like music videos for example that do it really well where it's like interpretive dance and and then there's acting in there or whatever and it's like Mm. things like that but like a like like with a bit more dialogue and like a a more of a sense of like I've just not seen that something where there's what was it wasn't didn't like Paul Thomas Anderson made something recently that was on Netflix and I can't remember what band it was that he like paired it with that he was like paired with is it Haim Haim he does a lot of work with them the no I can't remember one minute I'll, let me see if I can find it yeah I mean that's what I want to say it's just more um, like smaller scale stuff I'm just going to have to I'm going to try and make a conscious effort to look out for that actually because I feel like it's not I guess through not for the stuff that's been fed to me, it's not made me want to look any, mm. make me look much deeper, I guess, to find the smaller scale stuff. Like, whereas like La La Land's kind of like, you can imagine a smaller version of La La Land and it's still being a good film. So maybe that's what I need to look for. Yeah. Like the kind of art house musicals, so to speak, if they're around. Well, that's sort of like what I mean by that. Like, I can't remember it properly, but it's, um so Tom York and Paul Thomas Anderson. So the lead singer oh, of... Oh, uh, from um, Radiohead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really made bizarre. That, they made that. that um that little Netflix special that I oh, swear it's only weird. about like twenty minutes long, maybe. It's very experimental. Anima. Yeah, that's Anima. Anima, yeah. 
I don't know. It's animal, I think. But yeah, it's, it's, that's wacky. It's that good, though. Yeah. yeah. It had its own, like, it, whether you like it or not, it's definitely got its own sort of, like, character to it because it's that experimental. It's like, even, like, say, for example, if they were to, like, start making more things where it's, like, I don't know, something that's, like, within someone's head and you've kind of got, like, you know, you've almost got, like, the whole John Carney sort of, like, mm. style of directing going on, but you just sort of, like amplify those lights instead and that's what makes it feel more like a musical yeah or something like that like yeah it's finding the i mean like we, what we're doing is spitballing an idea here making people realize small, that there's a gap in the market then they're all going to snapping it up like that and all these amazing musicals who come out of all of our tons and tons of fans we'll get credits <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get money I look like the one thing you didn't laugh at there was the fact that I said fans <laughs> that we've got any fans like uh, you were like just no. one just one at home <laughs> yeah more than that. Oh, just boys one, just one at home with a cup of tea she don't even drink tea yeah she don't she don't drink tea sing on and a brew <laughs> my boys she's the furthest thing from mum <laughs> Pepsi Pepsi Max and like what Emmerdale Omnibus <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about films that we like okay so my my there's my transition i like films about music typically more than i like musicals because i love music i'm very obviously like <laughs> original opinion over here i like songs that is a hot take if everyone could use better you best be ready to defend yourself. <laughs> You're coming at me. Because I think that Twitter's going to take you down. <laughs> I said what I said. I said it. It's like, <laughs> like oh, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. He went back on it. No, you I think... You had him. <laughs> no, I, like what it is, is I, I think songs about, films about music do a good job for me of, of, of putting, putting uh, songs in there that I like that are usually original because they're being written by the character or whatever. And then it, it tends to be a case of... Um, it, it just kind of... The songs make sense to the storyline. And, like, even when they, they make a song go on... A lot of the time, if they make mm. a song go on too long, it's kind of, like, a bit more suitable. Like, I've, I really enjoyed... Um, what was the director's name again? John Carney? John Carney. So yeah. his three films, Once, Begin Again, mm. and Sing Street. So... Once I actually do really like once, but I, I've not watched. I've only watched it once. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I've only watched it once. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. I've only oh, watched wow. it. <gasps> I only watched it once. This is amazing. Go on. However, begin again. I began it. I began after, it again. I did actually watch it again. Like I did actually watch it like a couple of days after. I think I watched it with. There's, there's, there's nothing we can do with Sing Street. I went and. <laughs> Sang in this. No, I didn't. But you get the idea. Let's stop that. So, Star is Born is also one of those films. I did listen to some of Sing Street's <laughs> soundtrack in the street because I remember that actually. I was getting the train from Leicester and I was listening to that like drive it drive like you stole it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I that's, that's a great tune. That is a, that is a, that is a cracking little banger. But yeah, I, I, I think those films are really good at kind of being feel good films that are quite fun and nice and having plenty of room for songs and but they also know like the, the formula they have makes it very 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 easy for it to be like nice and grounded yeah and focus on the characters and they are a little bit cheesy mm. like begin again is very feel good but it's got some great moments in it 
And like I think I think uh, Sing Street's kind of the same. Oh, TV gone. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, um, Sing Street Sing Street's the same. I thought that was like a really yeah, I really like Sing Street. That ends quite like sentimentally, but and it's quite cheesy at the end, I think, if I remember right. But it is good. Yeah, I just think like those films just do that for me. They work. Yeah. They work. And I like musical moments in films. It's it's stretching it out across the whole duration, which is like it's basically like a gimmick thing, isn't it? Sometimes because yeah. like, it's like you can have a good idea, but it's how you like play around with it within the course of a of a film's runtime. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Also, there's so many different like ways of doing it as well. Because I mean, like you just like said the John Carney ones, but I've made like a little list of like some of the non musical musicals sort of thing. Reel them off. And it's like when you look at like Star Is Born, that's like kind of like not far off of like the same sort of like <coughs> right. way that they treat it I mean it's still good it's, it's just good. not it, I don't I, I, find it very I think it's almost like a better I don't want to spoil it but I didn't like I didn't like the ending very much but kind of didn't really make much sense mm. I can see what you I can see I don't really think that there's much I can discuss with you without spoiling it yeah. to be honest so there's not really much <laughs> I don't know whether it's worth thinking yeah. but like Star is Born that's quite like a that like, obviously uses that same sort of thing as like Once Begin Again Sing Street where it's like the musicians and Inside Lewin Davis I think actually one of the quite underrated of like Coen Brothers films Still whether it's it. underrated or whether it's just underwatched I don't Some know the, the colour in, in that film like the cinematography looks really nice it's very very sort of like grey it's but like, like washed nice... it looks like um, I don't know it's just like raw it. footage like, no, I, I, I quite like it for that I one. think it looks like a it looks like a painting almost. It's got like mm. a kind of like this like um this like green and like this like green sort of beigey kind of like rustic like oil painting like look to it. I don't know if I've, I've, I've butchered that, but that's what it looked like to me. It just looks really like it's got a, it's got a lot of subtlety to it. With it's like it's not like you know say for example where like, you know, like La La Land and like how it borrows those color borrows all those colors from like yeah. the that umbrellas. I can't remember what it's called. The French one. <laughs> it's sort of I know what you mean, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's not quite like that where it's like in your face colours and stuff like that. Like, I'm pretty sure he's always in like these quite like grey, like forest and like foresty yeah. sort of like colours and stuff. But that's a ri- that's actually a pretty solid one. And it's also got uh, Justin Timberlake in it. Adam Driver's in it for about like five minutes. Is it? Yeah, he's got a cowboy hat. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Get Is me it? in. It's got like a, it's got like a washed out look to it. Like like a like you know when people put and put that fade option that like white fade option when they're editing like a photo and it just looks like cloudy and glowy. Oh, it's right, got like yeah. that kind of look. A bit of a washout. Sort yeah, of thing. that's kind of its, its vibe. I think. But it does look good. I, I I'd like to watch that actually. I want to I want to rewatch some kind of. I believe it's on. Either Amazon Prime or Netflix, I can't remember which one, but I know that I watched it like not that long ago. Yeah. But it's it's really good. It's also got the um I think the guy from Mumford and Sons might have helped out with the soundtrack as well. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's really, really nice. Oh, it's kind of like folky. Better leave that one then. <laughs> ah, well, that was Mumford and Sons, you say, oh. Mumford and Sons, oh well that was fun while it lasted. Shame. <laughs> Crying shit. No, I, I, it makes sense to that kind of film, so I'd probably give it a watch. To be fair, um, so um, what other ones you've got? So Coco, 
I know that you... I'm in love with the Coco. Definitely not the same film. <laughs> but... <laughs> it's a song, I think. But, uh, no, Coco is quite good for it as well, because obviously, like, it's not like most of those, Di- like, most Disney films, because obviously so many Disney films are musicals at this point, but, like, it's not kind of like a run-of-the-mill musical like I think a lot of other Disney ones are, where it's like, mm. you know, as good as they are, cause I think Disney are one of the ones that actually do it quite well. But like, um, it's sort of like, have you seen it at all? Uh, I've not, no. So it's about, without ruining anything too much, it's about like a kid who wants to, he, he wants to play music, but music's banned in his house, like in his family. And it's also like, you know, the Mexican like Day of the Dead festivals going mm. on at the same time and then he like finds out from his ancestors about why they don't want him to play music but he still really wants to play and it's just like you know it's Pixar mm. so it makes you cry yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I'd like to watch it but it's um it's really really good but it's like because a lot of it's about like you know him wanting to play music and you know his like an ancestor of his and like you know other people who are playing music both in the afterlife and in like present like yeah. like just sort of our world it's like it's really like beautiful because it's got its own like it's like the songs are written by the characters so that's why it kind of like has yeah, that yeah, same element that meaning to what what's mm. actually being sung rather than like that's the problem with the jukebox musicals it's just like, like that's already a song that serves its own purpose it's not yeah. designed for this you can try and put it in there but it's not going to still not going to make much sense like you know there's a bit in uh, Rock of Ages where they're singing like we're not good we're not gonna take this that song and like it's it's like I get it they're like they're chanting and they're not gonna take it but it feels like oh, like they, this wouldn't be the song that would be here if someone would write a song for it it's been put in here because it fits a bit. You know what I mean? And it's been sh- the rest of the song's been shoehorned in. <laughs> so yeah. Because because we're not going to take this is a famous song. And if that's what it's even called, I don't know what song that's called. <laughs> no, I'm assuming it's called We're Not Going to Take This. Yeah, it probably isn't it? We're not going to take this. Twisted But even like, you know, onto that same like non-musical musicals thing is like, you've kind of got all the like biopics like Bohemian Rhapsody as well and like, you know, you could also, you know, make the argument here of Eight Mile again, but um, <laughs> Eight Mile's not a musical. I'm telling you right now. No, no, oh, no, no. Eight Mile. <laughs> you can't call Eight Mile a musical. Eight Mile's Eight Mile's a film about a, about a rapper. You, if you believe you can, I think you can. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't I make think, any sense. Oh, I just think you're being stubborn. <laughs> you can't like if you believe it that it's a thing. Like that's just. I mean, you called Baby Driver a musical the other day. Hey, I didn't say it was a musical. <laughs> I didn't say it was a musical. I said it's it's definitely got like a musical. It's 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 closer to a musical than um, Eight Mile, hundred <laughs> percent. Because there's songs that he moves around to the rhythm to, and it's like it's weird. It's an it's like a it's an action movie time. Yeah, but Eminem's laying down thick beats. Mate, his beats are fat, but it's not the point. <laughs> I feel really uncool when I say things like that. I feel like I could be cooler, but I just don't want to. He's just laying down some good bars. Making <laughs> some rancid beats. <laughs> Very naughty tunes. 
Why am I drinking from the bottle? I think I just wanted to. <laughs> I've got a glass and I've just been like, just for the edge of it. Rancid beets. It's the fact that like you went more posh and then drank from the bottle, like that was Well it. I was trying to like, balance that out how uncool I am while I say fat beets, etc. But yeah, Baby Drive is a good film for, um, I think, borrow, like, doing something new, actually. And surprisingly new. Like, why is that, like, not... Like, it, I know he's always done that well in his films, Edgar Wright, where he times mm. things to music, like the, the, the Paul the, scene. Yeah, in, definitely uh, in, like, in Shaun, Shaun of the Dead. Dead and I, I love it when that happens, because it's, like, a, it's an extra little joke. But, like, it, to, it makes so much sense to, like, write that into a script, to mm. be like, oh, it's a film where it has to be timed to music. And that's you're watching it kind of like going, oh, this is. I think in Baby Driver actually, after watching it again, is a bit more gimmicky than I thought the first time. And I don't like saying that because I love Edgar Wright. I, I do think it's a good film, obviously. I think Baby Driver might be my least favorite out of his films. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that's not saying that it's like a bad film. But I, I actually loved it. Like I just mean that. Like I just I felt that like by the end I like. I also think there's some bits that aren't timed as well as they could be. Is that me being picky? Like, I don't know, tell me a bit. There's like a, like, so there's a, there's a few bits that I feel like are timed quite well. There's a, there's a bit at the end with John Hamm where um, he, he goes, he goes a bit crazy and he starts what shooting the police. Yeah, and he, like, he's like shooting to the beat and I remember that bit being like, oh, that's really on point. But there's a few moments where I felt like the editing is like a little bit off. Like it's just, and I, I maybe it's just the way I, I don't know. It's like, if you tap, if you go t- you're going to find a, a rhythm you can tap into that. And my head is probably tapping at a different pace to the, what the film is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like possibly. in my head, I'm going like, yeah, like now, like, you know, cut now when it's just not doing it at that point, but it, it is technically doing it at a different point. Or there's like a bit where he's running across the tables and that, the song, I feel like that moment, it doesn't quite match the pace that he's running across the tables. But at the same time, like there might be something going on in the background that's whizzing faster. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's just a few moments where that's, I feel like you're, you're, you're like... matching it differently to what the film is. Yeah, Edgar Wright's quite good at that as well. So like, I wouldn't put it past being one of those things where maybe we just didn't spot it. Yeah, yeah. But I, can't, I, I can't remember it that clearly to be honest because I think like Baby Driver, even though it's his newest film, is probably the one that I've not seen in a while out of all of them. I mean, I'm saying all this. I went to a Baby Driver on my own at the cinema for either the first or second time but I definitely endured it again on my own because I liked it that much so I'm whilst it's one of the films where I like I'm, I'm, I'm only saying this is like a very fine nitpick I love that film but yeah I, I do think it's like once again it's this it, that's the whole point of the film is to time it to music and that's the selling point I guess so mm. like I just felt naturally by the end of the film after watching it like again I didn't I just didn't care as much about it as I did when I first watched it um, but it's it's still great, you know. It's still a really good film. Yeah. And, and I love the bit in Hot Fuzz with the jukebox and stuff. That bit's so well done. It's so like perfectly timed. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh right, okay. I was like, I didn't really. I, I was thinking whether there was like, is that like the gate where that yeah. is in all three of those yeah. films without me realizing it? Yeah, that that bit is that bit is really like well timed and just mm. and just funny as well. Like it's just a bit weird. It's like a weird moment, but it kind of like it's like when the song comes on in that scene when you watch it again, you're mm. like oh, this is such, such, such a good bit. There's nothing better than watching a film and you keep, like, it, a bit comes on and you go, oh, this bit, this bit, oh, this bit. So, and that's one of the moments where every every moment in that film, I find myself going, oh, this bit's really funny. Oh, this bit's good. And I think that's what it is. 
and I like the fact that it uses that musical element in like a fresh way to just change the pace. Yeah. You might, you're not expecting like a musical esque moment in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> like you're yeah, just not, not expecting it. I'm, I am expecting it, however, like at some point for something like that to end up happening in like last night in Soho, to be honest. Like, yeah, which is his Soho, new film. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, That's about a musician as well, I think. So I'm curious to see what he does with that. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see where he goes with that. Well, I don't think if there's many other like musicals that are like because obviously just thinking about like you know Edgar Wright like he's making that but like, I'm trying to think of what other like musicals coming out. Uh, everyone's talking about Jamie. Yeah, good old Sheffield local one. So we're living in Sheffield, so I'd be well excited to see that. I know um, mm. I've seen some people that I know actually working on. It took it. me so long to figure out that it was actually called Everybody's Talking About Jamie, and that wasn't just it wasn't just called Jamie. And that was part of the review. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I spent so long thinking that it was called like just Jamie. Has anyone seen like, Jamie? You see Jamie? I'm like, oh no. He's Everyone's just... talking about Jamie. You're like, what? <laughs> Why? What's he done? Why am I being weird? <laughs> yeah, what's he done? Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I look. I just want to see more things set. It's so nice when you live in a place or you're from a place and you see something set there. So it, I'm re- like, they were filming it in the un- on the underpass down the bottom of like Ecky Road. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just around the corner from where we live and it's just so cool being like, oh, there's a musical that's been filmed down the road. I find it funny how many students are going to like turn to their mates and go, huh, guess who's had a piss on the set? <laughs> yeah. Just talking yeah, about yeah. Jamie. <laughs> For up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just like this dirty underpass. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm excited to see that. Like a British musical set around like isn't it a lot of it filmed around like Park Hill Flats and stuff I think I think so I'm not like overly familiar with a lot of it I'm, I think that's so I remember hearing so much about it when it was when it was coming out for the stage but like I actually don't know that much about the film itself but that's kind of one of the reasons why I know that it will obviously just be mm. the stage show but like I can't like, I, I also don't know much about what it's actually like about. No, I don't know much about it. But I, I quite like that. Sometimes. Everyone's like talking about it, and we know nothing about it. Mm. Isn't that interesting? But I do like going in a little bit like blind when it comes to films like this. It's like even when I'm like even going on like IMDb, it's like feature film adaptation of the musical <laughs> about a teenager from Sheffield, <clears throat> from Sheffield, England, who wants to be a drag queen. I'm like I assume that that was. It. I don't know anything else about it. <laughs> Sounds cool. Sounds interesting. I'd like, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to watch that. Looking forward to it. Uh, what the, the, like besides all the Disney rehashes, what else is there that's coming out musical wise? Um, in the Heights. In the Heights is one that looks that? quite good. It's uh, so you know uh, the guy. I think he. I, I can't remember if he's producing or like. Um, in the Heights. It's got. Oh, I know. It's got. Uh, so. It's got Lin Manuel Miranda in it, so the so main the guy, guy from Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Um, John M. Chu. I think that's my one of my favorite names ever. Lin Manuel Miranda. Miranda. There's a lot of syllables going. Lin Man. Lin Man's a sick like nickname. Lin Man. Lin Man. Lin Man. Lin Man. Lin Man. Lin Man. It's a good name. There's a lot you can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so John M. Chu's directing it, not <laughs> John M. Chu. I don't, uh, that's what I am looking at now. He's done Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, now you see me too. Oh god, this is gonna be awful. <laughs> 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 I'll, 
<laughs> oh, it's all right. He did Justin Bieber's Believe. He did G.I. Joe 2. Yay. <laughs> step up to. All he does is make sequels. G.I. Joe 2. And step this up is... to. Now You See Me 2. Do you reckon this is just secretly Hamilton 2? He did... He did... <laughs> he's, he's not got the... the uh, it's not even it's jumping out of it. Crazy Rich Asians is supposed to be good, yeah. I just remember seeing the trailer and the trailer looked quite cool. Like I like the look of the trailer, but then again, it could be one of those things where it might not turn out as well as it. It, it looks like one of those things where, for me, it'll either be really good or it will be, you know, like you know, like sort of like some of the bog standard sort of musicals. But mm. I don't know. I think I've got a little bit more of an open mind when it comes to musicals now because I'm I'm kind of waiting for that mm. like resurgence that you yeah. were sort of saying because I kind of feel like we've had a little bit of it when we've had a lot of these, like, you know, I know that you, like, they're not technically musicals, but, you know, when things like Eight Mile came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, no, so, like, uh, you know, with, like, John Carney's, like, films and stuff like that, but then also having, um, like, uh, La La Land be just a really, really cracking film when it came out, and then having Rocket Man, which is borrowing things from La La Land, and I just feel like it's doing something to tell a story a bit yeah. better it's like i kind of like the idea of that being something that gets dragged over into it and it looks like it could happen here mm. but i don't i, I don't know because you've got to watch the film sometimes ain't you rather than the trailer yeah it's well you always do apparently so we're, we have to apologize to the films we've not seen that we've been a bit mean to <laughs> other than cats no one no one needs the to thing is, i will always go back and i will go back on what i what i i, I don't doubt like, cats does look bad if it, it, it might pleasantly surprise me but with a lot of these films that we kind of like just don't want to see it's just because they don't look very good but at the same time it's like i, I will completely change my opinion if i watch it and it's like oh that was actually really good because yeah. that happens a lot you know you do watch films that you just go, oh, that was awful. You put it on. And but go, then also, oh, you can have like a completely different mentality when you watch a film the first time and the second time as well. So it's like it's like what you were saying with like La La Land. It's like you watch that the first time and like when someone in the crowd comes on, you're a bit like, ooh. And yeah. then the next time you're like, I like this. Yeah, film. I always think the second time I watch film is very different or like yeah. maybe the third time. But like... Whether it's musicals I mean, or just... It's different every time like, you're in a different mood anyway. But yeah. like, because it's, it's just an art form, isn't it? So I listen to it like a sad song when you're in a good mood and mm. in a bad mood like it's it's the same kind of principle really but I, I i think like obviously you get i think by the end of a lot of musicals you get you get a lot of rinse and repeat in the tone sometimes and i think it'd be good to want to rewatch a musical like when i watched la la yeah. land i i wasn't totally sold on it the first time around and i watched it again because i was so interested by it i think more than being like satisfying the only thing that's better is being like interesting sometimes like you you finish a film and go like oh, that was good but i just need to watch it again i just need to you know get my head around it because it was just a lot for one watch like i didn't think like, at the end into la la land i didn't know what i thought of it when i first watched it and then i watched it again going like oh i'd like yeah I that's 100 percent the right ending and perfect you know i just just it was me i wasn't ready for it almost yeah and, and the same with a lot of films especially films that cut off at a certain point you're like oh mm. I, think, I think that makes sense <laughs> you know you have to well, like sometimes you also need just a little bit more time to marinate on something as well like to let it just just let it stew in your little brain juices 
Like, I think, like, when we were watching, because, um, like, me and you were saying it about, like, Three Billboards. No, it's not a musical, but yeah. it's just a good film. But, like, um, we were saying about it with that, where it's, like, you know, towards the end, like, not to, like, ruin anything, but, like, you, you feel a certain way and then you realise, well, it's probably because they wanted us to feel that way. Because yeah. that's yeah. the point. That's the point. Is to, it's because you're still in the same position as yeah. the characters. In. Especially if it's, like, it's a sad ending or, like, a, an open ending. It kind of, it's supposed to leave you feeling sad. People go, oh, I feel sad, yeah. I hate that. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, but it is kind of trying to make you do that. So it's just whether you, you know, you, you can not like it, but it is at the same time trying to make you feel that way and... Like, so some people just don't like listening to sad music and it's like I love listening to sad music because it's I just find it interesting yeah but like yeah I, I, I think like I think so many of my f- favourite films I weirdly enough didn't love the first time round but I was so intrigued by what they'd done and I watched it again thinking about it and was like oh this is really actually quite doing something different here it's because a really good film does a lot of the time make you like you watch it and you see the surface level and you see that you enjoy where like the story goes or something like that and then it's the next time that you watch it that you start noticing all the little all the little beats that are going yeah. on in it that like you might have just not even picked up on yeah. before like this is making me want to watch La La Land now more because I've, I've not La, seen La, it La La Land is a prime example of it because like there's just so many like sort of I realise that like you know there's, there's a bit of a joke about it just basically being a big old Hollywood hand job yeah but it's like there's so many um there are just like so many like references that are going on in it and it's like whether it's like an old musical or I think there's like a Casablanca poster somewhere in yeah there. there's just, some like, there's just stuff. a lot of stuff around it that just kind of makes you go hey we know you like films yeah it's not <laughs> yeah. quite like but that's why like I think it knows what its audience is is like a it's it's such a filmmaker's or like a, just a film not even just a filmmaker but like a film person like a film fans musical it's got that hollywood like yeah like love for hollywood plastered all over isn't it that's the thing which is weird because even though like even though i don't think that uh greatest showman was based off of like a play like a stage play version do you know i don't know i thought it went the other way around i thought it was like they've started to like do it now i think that's the case I'm not sure, but that's what I thought anyway. But it's like, it, the point is that like watching that and knowing that that was designed first as a film is weird because it doesn't feel like it's designed as a film. It feels like it's already designed for yeah. stage musical. Well, it's version, not the greatest showman. You to just make, expect it to be. Yeah, it makes more sense as a as a play almost. But like, I think that's why it's like, that's why I think like, you know, La La Land is a much better film than it is a musical, but it incorporates really good musical elements. Yeah. Whereas, like, Greatest Showman, admittedly, the soundtrack is cracking. Like, it is a really good soundtrack. But, like, as far as it goes outside of the soundtrack... Yeah, I've not heard anyone talk about the film. Yeah, I mean, like, I, don't, I just don't get it. I, I mean, mean, I don't even know many people who have seen it, to be fair, but, mm. like, everyone who has is, like, likes a few songs from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird sort of the main thing for it, really. I mean, obviously, I know with musicals that kind of is always the yeah. main thing for it, but it's definitely like the core of Greatest Showman. It's not like, say, for example, like, oh, look at the camera. Work. Yeah, like, not like oh, if you took away the music, it would still have something to keep it quite strong. It would mm. fall apart. Like, whereas it like, just have huge you could take away, <laughs> you could take away like, like the, the music from La La Land and have like, they right won't be as good because it needs that to work but it could still be very it could still work as a film if you replace say for example like 
their just, jobs. Yeah, just change yeah. their jobs for something else. It's, it's like still you can still story, see something yeah. going on. There. Yeah, it's still like a, a bittersweet sort of story about mm. two people who can't make it work because of their passions, which is why it's quite universal, I guess. If you, repl- if, if you replace their jobs and change the and uh, get rid of all the music, it's basically love. Love on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's actually, not yeah. far off, is it? Yeah, it is a bit like You know, if he was a writer instead. Yeah, yeah. I've not actually seen all of Love, but yeah, I, I can imagine. It's good. It's good. <laughs> right. Good. On that note, it's also not a musical. Have we got anything more to discuss? I feel like we've talked so much. I feel like we've covered like a lot of ground. Around. We also haven't really spoken much about like a lot of just from stage ones, but to be honest, I don't really feel like I remember them very much well enough. What ones to... are they? So like Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis, Sweeney Todd. We've oh. not really spoke about Greece or... Yeah, we've not talked about We mentioned <laughs> right, quick Greece for you. No, 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 you're right. Right, right let's quick fire these, quick fire these. Okay, so it's the top one. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. I've not seen it. Gerard Butler's in it, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. about all I remember Have you seen as well. It? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've I, seen it. But that's about the main thing I remember. I remember the American Dad episode more than I can remember <laughs> anything from the film. And I, and I think I'm fine with that. Yeah. But maybe maybe I should watch that at some point. It is, you can also, on, um, on Amazon, I'm pretty sure it is, you can watch the 25th anniversary of the actual stage thing. So you know how we watched, um, oh, how we watched Hamilton on Disney Plus? Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of like the same thing. Okay. I think you can get Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera, both of their like 25th anniversary like, okay. show, like shows okay I'd like to watch the film of Phantom of the Opera because I actually like the look of it quite, it's quite moody it could be good I can imagine it being quite cool good. It's I, sort of remember it. I, do, I, I do remember quite liking it but I just can't remember yeah. it what was the next one? Uh, Les Mis <laughs> I've, I've not seen that Les Mis I actually can remember relatively well the performances um, look really good in it yeah and it looks I like, I like the fact that and this is worth mentioning that they filmed the uh, singing on set yeah which I think is actually quite impressive which is why like you can definitely see did Anne Hathaway get the Oscar for that or did she just get like or did, um, I'm sure she must have got a nom I mean I know they would have filmed it on set anyway but did they so did they just keep the original takes is that how they did it or did they still do like additional recordings after because I know that was a big selling point of the of the fact that they'd done the performances there they didn't go away and like basically make a song in their mind that they got the performance there and that was what they matched. They might have maybe done additional recordings. Do you mean in terms of like, so that they had cut away, so they had more footage to go off of? What I mean is that like, typically on any kind of big film, you do like ADR, like you do additional dialogue, and you kind of, you, you go and pretty much get in a booth and go back through the whole film. Yeah. In, in a booth rather than on a set to get to the, 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 you know, the sound people have got like the crispest audio possible to work with without any distractions. Mm-hmm. alongside the recordings that you get on set so I'm pretty sure they would have done that like you know you, you make sure you've got that in people's contracts so they're not pulling back Hugh Jackman because they're like ah, that line was a bit bad that he sang on set you know like you, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll get that in uh, so they can cut that in against you know like like you say whatever other shots they're working in um, but I just weren't sure if they like stubbornly made sure they got the recordings there and then I feel um, like they probably did you know because like yeah from like say for example I, I just remember I remember a couple of bits one of them I remember because and I, I don't think mm. this is a spoiler it's Les Mis it's been out for years but Russell Crowe is like Russell Crowe's like the bad guy in it uh, there's a bit where he jumps off of 
a fountain and he looks like a Thunderbird's puppet as he hits the ground really? it's really funny is it, is it, is it really funny? <laughs> like a ragdoll it's, it's just really funny the way he falls and I remember just being taken out of it completely because he is actually acting quite well yeah. up until that part but it's like a lot of the actual parts where they're singing it feels like they've kind of got like one long take of them doing the song and then they've probably got some of the other cutaways going on yeah. in the side sort of thing Okay. so it's like Anne Hathaway's I'm pretty sure hers is just like a long take so of like them just like cutting her hair off while she's crying yeah and so it says here like, Anne Hathaway actually allowed her hair to be cut very short for the scene where uh, is it Fan how do you say her name Fantine hair is cut her male hairdresser was put in a dress to double as the hair cutting woman actually cutting Anne Hathaway's hair on set also recording mm. the actors singing live as they're acting may not be a first for this film but the scope and especially the manner in which it's being done is so the actors wore earpieces on set so they were kind of but, but it was songs. fed through to a, a, a piano player mm. so the idea is that the track wasn't kind of being even played to them so to give them some freedom there's actually like a a, a piano player like kind of working with them which is that actually is really impressive. that is impressive that is very impressive. like here's the track you need to hit these beats it's like no like take your time with that if it feels right um, but it's things like that and those different methods where it's like when we talk about like getting like a little bit of a resurgence in it it's like that is like an example where it's like they've tried something new with it and they've done something bigger and like yeah. quite bold with it and that's what's so good yeah, about that that's impressive and it's like whether whether you think that that's a great film or not I think to be honest it's a it's, it like lame is short of that one shot where it falls <laughs> it is actually like a really 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 well made film it's any gripes that you have with the film is probably because you might not like the, like the, the music. That kind of, yeah, yeah. It's more that you might not like the musical itself because obviously it beat for beat follows that story. What have we so. got? Uh, what, what's next, sorry? Um, Sweeney Todd. Oh, David Bowie. He sounds like David Bowie, doesn't he? I don't know, did he base his performance on David Bowie? Because he sounds just like him. I don't, I don't, what? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp in that film as Sweeney Todd sings, talks, behaves... Like David Bowie. I don't know. Did, did I feel like I've, I made that fact up. Let me have a look. So what did you think of Sweeney Todd? Do you like Sweeney Todd? I do. I think like I've got, I've always got like a little bit of a... I've got a respect for Tim Burton even if I don't love all of his films. Like I, I enjoy all of his films but like I've got like a massive respect for him because I think he's always got his own sort of like tone to it and I think yeah. that's what I liked about Sweeney Todd is like it didn't it had like its own sort of style to it and I think that Burton just knows what he's doing with that sort of style yeah I think it's like I think it's very um, and you got your Alan Rickman as well I think it's very stylish and, and but like with, for me Tim Burton like I, I guess I just don't always like his style as much as I get why people love it I just think it's like it's hyper stylized isn't it so it's yeah. just it's the same reason why people don't like Zack Snyder or Wes Anderson or whoever who's got like a really bold style mm. they just go oh it's like I like it it's just too much for me like I even like that it's moody I just think it's like like cartoonishly moody you know and I, yeah. that's that's my my problem with his style a little bit but that's just my taste I actually think Sweeney Todd's like a, a good fit for him and it's a bit it's better than um, a lot of his films for me but I'm not overly bothered by it Castor all good in it though yeah. Um, and there's some good songs in it, actually, if I remember right. I can't really remember any of them, to be honest. You've got some good people in it. You've got like, Alan Rickman, like, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Obviously, Eleanor Bonham Carter. You've got, like, good people in it. I think it's quite an interesting film. 
Grease, Rent or Blues Brothers? I have nothing to say on Rent, so I'm oh, happy I don't to want, I don't rent. want to talk about Rent, so I've got nothing to say. <laughs> Let's avoid Rent. I, I, think, I think Blues Brothers is something that people who grew up watching it or have had a sense of nostalgia to it seem to really like. Like, our friend Jake loves it. I, I watched it recently and just... Just, just didn't... I don't know. I just never watched it before, and I was just like, "Oh, this is a weird film. <laughs> it's the weirdest film. It's just like, like it's just like set pieces for songs, and like I don't know how to word it. It's really like, like famous people are in it, and they just sing a song, and then it's just a weird film. But like, I get why people like it. Yeah, but I don't have much to say about it. To be honest, I just didn't. Really I've, uh, I have very little to say about it, other than I would like to see it. <laughs> I have not seen it. <laughs> um, I mean, Greece is just a banger, isn't it? Like, Greece is just the cross one. rent Greece off, because I don't word. think either of us want to talk about rent. But yeah. Greece. I mean, we grew up with Greece. There's a there's Greece a, is probably like. My introduction yeah. to musicals, to be Greece honest. It's probably like, most people who are about our they're, age. They, they, look about, they look about 27. They're all supposed to be playing like 15 year olds or something in there. His father. Yeah. Just shut the door. Sure. <laughs> That's what we want, isn't it? But why, yeah. why is it that the, the door gets opened when you need it shut? Because it gets shut when you need it opened. Um, <laughs> Greece. Greece is like I I I, Sandy. Sandy, you made it. Dead. What film? Mate, yeah, it's, Greece is good. How many, I, I, I want to know how many Oscars that got. I bet it was none. I, I, I was not okay with it. Greece is just good fun though. It is the songs are good. It is daft, but the songs are. Good in it, I will give it that, and it, it is very like it's so accessible. Ain't it? Yeah, like the like, the the way it's set, the kind of like the way everyone's dressed. There's just a there's just a I can't help it. I, I think it's hard to review. If you got me to review Greece, I'd struggle so much because I'm just it's just been nostalgia packed into my brain. Mm. Oh, so it actually did get uh, a nomination. What for? It got an, a nomination for, and I keep forgetting this, but uh, you know, hopelessly. So. Hopelessly devoted. Yeah, hopelessly devoted to you. Oh, so it's a tune, isn't it? It got adapted in nineteen seventy eight, which means that when they made uh, interesting, isn't it? Which means that when they made hopelessly devoted to you, that was originally for the film and wasn't actually originally part of the stage show. Oh, interesting. Which I think it's very interesting. I, I, yeah. Unless they got that wrong when they got the, <laughs> unless the Oscars got it wrong because. They never do that. The worst song <laughs> in Greece is the one that the girl sings in the hairdressers. Is it the Look at Me, I'm Sandra D? Yeah, is, that it? is it that one? I can't remember what one's what. Look at Me, I'm Sandra D. If that's it, that's a fair play. But yeah. No, it's not that. that I just can't remember where they are when they sing. It's like a dream <laughs> sequence, and I can't remember a name now. But yeah, one of them. Oh, beauty school dropout. <laughs> beauty school dropout. It's not that one, is it? Who was the It is that one. It is that one. But I've just Googled it and it looks sick. <laughs> it's, a, it's a banger. <laughs> Go back to the high school. All, yeah, bang, all bangers, no mash. Absolutely no mash. I might actually watch that at some point soon. Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think Greece is Greece is good though, isn't it? Like Greece is like it's just good. By the end of Greece, you are like like that car flies off, and you're like, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they did that, but cool. 
Was it all a dream? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's some like you seen the theories on Greece about how like she, oh yeah, some messy. Like, someone thinks that she like like she died or she she near she, she's in a coma from nearly drowning at the beach and he's the lifeguard that yeah. helped her or something and that like <laughs> and that like the whole thing's her in limbo and he's the like 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 or her in some sort of. People just, state people just love making theories about limbo, don't yeah. they? <laughs> Is that, do you know what I think? I think Ed, Ed and Eddie theory that, about limbo as I well. Think it's it's one for everything. I just like I think it's a film that is about two people that get together and then at the end they just fly off in a car for no reason. <laughs> I really think it I don't think anyone thought it through. I thought like, they were like, 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 Occam's Razor or something where it's like sometimes the most simple explanation is, is the first one. Someone was like, what if the, the right car one, flies? Or something like that. It's, it's like, like, it's like, it won't bother me. Don't get me wrong, I know that like, when something stands out, it has to stand out for a reason, but not in like, in, in Greece, it's just all daft. Like the whole thing is silly. Like you have to just take that. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this, but take Greece with a pinch of salt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not but, saying you should believe everything that you see in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think exactly. anyone's saying that. When she does have that, that dream sequence song, it's, you know, it's, it's that's it's not Greece. really evil. I don't <laughs> think that's really you know her like you know go yeah. deal with past trauma I think it's like you know she's just having a daydream I mean <laughs> the last song is made up of 50% made up words like the chorus is ching ching chiggity ching it's like is it actually though is it chiggity ching I don't know. It's not a real word. <laughs> What's the last song called? I don't know. Maybe we go, that. To, we go together. <laughs> That's the one. We go together. Yes. We like go together Rama like Ramalama Kak Dinga Da Dinga Dong. <laughs> Remember forever a shoot bop shawada wada yippity bum di bum. Chang chang chang. I kind of want to just. Was that right? I kind of want to just read this out. Chang chang changity chang just changity chang shabop. That's the way it should be. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like how they tied it off at the end then just, the in, end, case, they, just in case we forgot that they actually like, much like this podcast it loses its way at the end yeah. they, they, by the end they're going like dip dippity doo doo woobity bop 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 boogity 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 shibbity bop doo bop <laughs> it's the image of them just being like right we need one more song they're like fine <laughs> here's a song <laughs> <laughs> then they just keep going we'll always be together and then to follow them up always being together two of them just just get rid <laughs> just, just <laughs> we'll always be together and then two of them just fly off into the sky <laughs> we'll always be together nah I'm gonna fly off because that's how much I don't want to be there because I died in that sea. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> My friends are a big old bag of noops. <laughs> right. I think we'll wrap it up on our, on our thorough grace discussion. Yeah. We don't I think have we've done, like we done good. I think, yeah. We, we, we've, 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 we've done some we've, we've, we've covered what we want to cover. But thanks um, to anyone who's, who's listened in and put with us for the full duration. We don't expect it because, you know, like we, you know, we just about keep up with each other. <laughs> this amount of time no matter about anyone else but yeah like give us a give us a follow a subscribe a share let us know what you want us to uh, talk about if you get any it. feedback as yeah, well yeah let us know what you're still you starting it off we're just too be, be, go easy on us <laughs> yeah, we're just, too we're just starting off obviously we want to try and like get better as we do more of it yeah and we're, and we're just two people you know at the back of Covid just, just sat talking through. talking a lot without without much social interaction so you know mm-hmm. it's we seem a bit west or a bit weird and that's probably why so just yeah any help we can get so go uh, find us at uh, Blink Vivid Video 
on all our socials and stuff and uh, get in touch with anything you want us to kind of address or talk about or you know if you've got any feedback like we say and just share it along so thanks a lot ideas and, and we'll, we'll see you all in the bunk sometime soon that's empty but it's empty but you got to clink it <laughs>